recording. Welcome to Around Kansas. I'm Deb Goodrich. And Michelle Martin. And you might guess this is Wildlife Wednesday, and it looks pretty wild behind both of us today. Today, we're in the middle of turkey season. It runs through May 31st for Kansas, our neighbors to the west in Colorado, to the north in Nebraska, to the south in Oklahoma. But I think it's ending pretty soon, maybe this coming weekend in Missouri. I don't know. Missouri's always got to be different. So I don't know what's going on with Missouri. But um, we got lots of turkey stories for you today. Michelle, tell folks about your background there. Well, my background is actually a group of gentlemen who have been hunting in the Cherokee Strip, which was in South Central Kansas. Um, and it kind of spilled over into North Central Oklahoma. And so they have been out hunting and you can see uh, the turkeys that are hanging and also some deer. And they were uh, har harvesting nature's bounty for sure. Well, it looks like they did pretty well. My photo was taken by my daughter, Noelle. We were actually out riding around, um, looking at the buffalo, riding around Monument Rocks. So these wild turkeys, and obviously in, in the photo behind me, the, the tom is trying to impress the hen there. Um, these are turkeys that were near Monument Rocks. But I've got to tell you what inspired me today to talk about turkeys. I was in Boston in March and my sister-in-law and I were driving around Harvard Square. Yes, Harvard, our fair city. And there were wild turkeys in the middle of the street there. There was a little median and you've got two, I guess they call them Jakes, don't they? Tom turkeys or Jakes. And they are strutting their stuff for this one little hen. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is Harvard. This is hilarious. So we drove around the block and we came back like, I don't know, an hour later, you know, we were looking at different things. They were still there trying to impress this hen. This girl gets the, gets the prize for hard to get, I'm telling you. And these boys were not giving up. And one of my friends said, I can't believe that they didn't just start fighting one another over her. And I'm like, well, these are turkeys at Harvard. You know, these are not just common, ordinary, um, you know, get down and dirty turkeys. These are turkeys at Harvard. So obviously there is just a different level of behavior there for turkeys at Harvard. So I, I would assume that means they've, you know, they packed the car and have it yard and then they've been to a turkey etiquette class, I'm sure. Apparently. So they knew, so they knew how to behave in, in, in Boston. Um, you know, I grew up in Michigan, as some of our viewers may not be aware, but I grew up in southwestern lower Michigan. And I grew up with uh, my grandpa, my grandpa Roy was a tremendous hunter and a fisherman. And I mean, if it flew, if it ran, if it swam, he was after it. And actually turkey season was one of his favorite. I mean, loved deer season, but he also loved turkey season. And he actually uh, would uh, hunt turkey in uh, Michigan during turkey bow season and turkey rifle season. And I remember him bringing turkeys home and I remember my grandmother always complaining. Um, my grandpa would pluck the bird, but then he'd give it to my grandma and she would gut it and get it ready to prepare. And 
So, and I can actually remember some years for Thanksgiving, if he had been turkey hunting before Thanksgiving, he would actually get a large bird. And if he thought it was big enough to feed everyone who gathered for Thanksgiving, uh, he would go ahead and uh, pluck it it'd be gutted and it would be frozen until it was time to cook. So I actually did grow up on occasion having wild turkey for Thanksgiving. Talk about turkey hunters. My uncles were, uh, uh, you know, most of the men in my family were avid hunters, but I can remember um, I have one uncle, um, my uncle Donald, who makes um, weapons. He makes bows, he makes rifles from scratch. He's, he is quite the accomplished man. And he had a new video on hunting turkey to show to my uncle Franklin. So Sunday after uh, dinner, they're sitting in the living room and they are glued to the TV watching this video of two guys sitting in a stand or blind and they're doing the turkey call, which is, you know, just two blocks of wood scratching each other. It's all it is. And they're just like, oh my goodness, what's gonna happen? And I walked through the room. They've been sitting there for 15 or 20 minutes. There's still 10 or 20 minutes of this video left. And I'm like, I hate to spoil it for y'all, but they're going to shoot the turkey at the end. That's how it ends. You know, what's the big surprise here? Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. But of course, not to poke fun at our um, turkey hunters out there. Um, our friend Mark Brooks, I just saw Mark over the weekend, and he had just gotten him a turkey. And Mark was gracious enough to share some of his photos. And apparently, Mark has been quite the turkey hunter for many years, because I recognize that some of those pictures feature a younger kinder mark than he is now so uh, quite the successful turkey hunter he is well you know deb i when i moved to kansas um of course having grown up in southwestern lower michigan i wasn't exactly a city kid but i wasn't exactly a rural kid kind of somewhere in between there um, having a grandfather who hunted and fished i was familiar with that kind of life and of course, when I moved to Kansas, found that people are absolutely passionate about their about deer season and turkey season and about their hunting. And there are parts of south uh, southeastern Kansas, in particular, Chautauqua County, is known for being good deer and turkey country. And so, it's not uncommon for those communities during the hunting seasons to see a huge influx of people from oh, all yeah. over the United States and Canada who come in to hunt deer and turkey there. So it's amazing. Um, but you know, and speaking of turkey calls, my grandfather had lots of different turkey calls. And I can remember many years at Thanksgiving or even at Christmas Eve, when we'd be gathered and he would get out, uh, whether it was the duck calls or goose calls or turkey calls and start playing with them. And it really annoyed my grandmother to no end. And eventually somehow, some way, the turkey calls in particular would always end up uh, disappearing at family events or disappearing before them. Uh, so the children didn't get a hold of them and do nothing but make racket the entire time. So. Uh, my grandmother, um, while she loved eating the outcome, she didn't necessarily care for the process or for some of the gear that came with turkey hunting. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, I can uh, 
sympathize with your grandmother because yeah i find the turkey call pretty annoying too then i'm not a turkey hen so if i were i might feel differently about it hey let's take a break real quick we'll be right back we want to hear from our sponsor mittens western kansas wildlife travel center to the Western Kansas Wildlife Travel Center right here in my hometown of Oakley, Kansas. We're the front door of Western Kansas, located on three main highways, I-70, US-83, and US-40. And all those roads lead to history, beautiful scenery, and adventure, no matter which direction you go. We now have an IHOP brand that you've trusted up and down the road in all your travels is staffed with local folks, real people, just like you and me, and we're waiting on you to join us. So for fun, adventure, fuel up, fuel your body, and let's have some fun. like it's time for our tour. Welcome to the Fort Wallace Museum. Here at the museum you're going to find some really interesting stuff like our replica stagecoach from the Butterfield Overland Dispatch. We've got facades from the fort buildings. We've got an 1870s flag. There's a plesiosaur that was discovered locally. We've got the Ray Pump Organ Collection. We're a little bee place with a great big story and we'd love to have you. I'm Michelle Martin. I'm Deb Goodrich. And you're watching Wildlife Wednesday on Around Kansas. And today, as you can see from Deb's background and mine, it is all about the turkey. I did some searching, Deb, before our conversation about turkeys today, because I am, by no stretch of the imagination, a turkey expert. However, uh, searching newspaper databases from 1855 to 1890, if you put in the phrase turkey hunting, it appears over 42,000 times in Kansas newspapers, which shows you the popularity of turkey hunting, not just today, but it has always been something popular, uh, not only with those who came to settle in Kansas, but the native nations who had made Kansas their home or those who were removed to Kansas turkey hunting became a way to supplement the diet if we saw large game like deer and mm -hmm. also bison as those began to be depleted um, turkey became a very important source of protein and nutrition in the diet for native people so much so there are various areas in western kansas where we have rock carvings and petroglyphs that are of turkey so you know there had to be native women in their lodges waiting thinking well how many birds am i is he going to bring home today how many do i have to pluck and gut and prepare because that was part of women's work and women's chores and we find in the 19th century it was the same thing women were plucking and gutting and doing the preparation of the turkeys all the fun stuff. <laughs> yes, all that fun, nitty gritty, dirty work. Um, when I was working on the Prairie Table Cookbook with Bill Curtis, 
Uh, I did research in Topeka at the Kansas State Historical Society and read so many women's accounts of pioneer life um, in the Lila Day Monroe collection. Women talked a great deal about their husband coming home from hunting. And there were many women who talked about uh, the laborious work it took to pluck the turkey, to get all of the feathers off, to get all of the fuzz and the fluff and to get them cleaned and to get them gutted and to be able to prepare them. And the women talk about it being in some cases almost a day long process to go ahead and pluck and gut and get birds ready for cooking. And imagine that when you've got children to care for and you've got other things to do around your prairie sod house and now you're you're plucking and gutting birds. Well, I, uh, I once again, I am so grateful that I did not live in that time I uh, and did not depend on that. Um, if you are cooking wild turkey, I am more than happy to come and help you eat it. But don't invite me to come and help clean it because, um, yeah, I, I've outgrown those things. I, I've been there, done it, and it's like, yep, I, I don't need to do it again to know what it was like. So, uh, but God bless them. That's the closest, God bless them. The closest I can even think about or compare is cleaning pheasant. Um, because pheasant is also very pheasant is also very popular in Kansas for hunting throughout throughout the decades throughout the years. Um, my grandfather, my grandpa Roy, actually had a, owned his own hunting preserve, and he raised pheasant and quail and chucker. Mm -hmm. And so when the men would hunt and they would be brought, the birds would be brought back in. He hired young boys who were high school age to pluck and gut. But when I reached high school age, he took me in the plucking house and said, you're going to learn how to pluck pheasant. And he said, and by the way, you don't have to do it by hand. He had this plucking wheel that you turned it on and it spun and you held the bird and it plucked the feathers on one side and you rotated it. And he said, see how good you've got it. And so uh, that's <laughs> the closest I can think of uh, when talking about gutting and preparing a bird. Um, but I can't imagine an entire turkey. I don't think you can find many teenagers to take that job today. Uh, maybe some of these kids who, who hunt, I know the Glassman kids that know a block or so away, um, those kids hunt and they know how to clean a turkey, but um, I don't think you could get many teenagers to work in the plucking house today. No, no, not by a long shot. Um, my grandfather was, I mean, he paid, he paid good money uh, to, the young, to the young men who worked in the plucking and gutting house, but boy, um, talk about hard, uh, dirty work, definitely not for everybody. And like I say, I just, I can't imagine being that Kansas housewife in the middle of the prairie, um, your husband bringing home several birds that you have to then pluck and clean and gut and prepare. Um, but it's interesting because some of the women talk about how they actually, the husbands hunted and brought the birds in and they prepared them so they could then go ahead and sell them to make extra income. Mm -hmm. So they became hunting wild turkey and preparing and taking into the nearest town to sell the birds to a butcher or to a, a grocer. That became a way for families to earn extra income. Um, you know, one of my favorite 
photographs in all of the Kansas Historical Society collection is two young children and they actually have domesticated turkeys, but they have turkeys that are pulling a small wagon. Literally the turkeys are hitched up to, to a tree That's and they're being, uh, the turkeys are pulling their child size wagon that's filled with gourds and squashes. And you see the little boy and he's driving the team of turkeys. Imagine that driving a team of turkeys. And then his sister is following along behind. I mean, where else in can where else but in Kansas can you see uh, youngsters pitching turkeys up to pull their wagons? That is so funny. That is just the the cutest dog on picture. And I can never think about uh, turkeys without thinking about Ben Franklin's wanting to make the turkey the national bird. And someday that some days that probably suits us better than others. But there's that wonderful, I, I just watched 1776 again the other day with my granddaughter. And there's that wonderful scene where Franklin and Adams and Jefferson are arguing over what the national bird should be. And Jefferson wants the dove and Adams wants the eagle and, and Franklin wants the turkey. And it's, it's just priceless. So yeah, that noble bird, he called it, that noble bird, the turkey. And that noble bird is the part of so many um, cultural traditions. Um, you know, it, it becomes part of the Thanksgiving cultural tradition. Um, it is part of native tradition. We see um, the use of turkey feathers in various forms of regalia worn by native people um, as they honor their ancestors. So uh, the turkey has this really long and interesting history as it's connected to people. Um, but I really think it's most important and enduring legacy is how wonderful it tastes uh, when it's <laughs> yeah. out of place. And it's, it's, as I like to say, I, there's a lot of wildlife I like, but I prefer them hot, dead, and on a plate even more. And turkey is one of those. Um, they can get a little, they can get a little uppity. They can get a little, uh, they can get a little aggressive at times, um, especially if you've got if the boys are strutting their stuff for the females, wow, they can get a little aggressive. So I definitely uh, prefer my turkey domesticated and on a plate. So yes, the turkey has a long story unless you're a good shot. So a reminder that turkey season is running through May 31st. Good luck, everybody. Okay, looks like it's time for our tour. Welcome to the Fort Wallace Museum. Here at the museum, you're gonna find some really interesting stuff like our replica stagecoach from the Butterfield Overland Dispatch. We've got facades from the fort buildings. We've got an 1870s flag. There's a plesiosaur that was discovered locally. We've got the Ray pump organ collection. We're a little bit place with a great big story and we'd love to have you. 21. A trade route was opened from Missouri in the United States across prairies and mountains to Mexico. In 2021, we will mark 200 years of epic conflicts and grand adventures, larger-than-life personalities and sweeping landscapes. Join us on an historic journey. The Santa Fe Trail lives on. Find us on social media or santafetrail.org.